Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We've been reading in the book of Genesis. Now we are ready to read Genesis chapter 44. In the last chapter, Genesis chapter 43, Joseph's brothers came back down to Egypt with Benjamin. And, you know, they were they were afraid and they did wait some time before they went. But they finally went down and uh, they had a feast. Joseph put out like a feast for them. And the last verse is, Then he took servings to them from before him from his table. But Benjamin's serving was five times as much as any of theirs. So they drank and were merry with him. So we are ready to read Genesis chapter 44. And I am reading from the Amplified Bible. And he commanded, now this is Joseph, and he commanded the steward of his house, saying, Fill the men's sacks with food as much as they can carry, and put every man's grain money in the mouth of the sack. Put my personal cup, the silver cup, in the mouth of the sack of the youngest with his grain money. And the steward did as Joseph had told him. And as soon as the morning was light, the men were sent away, they and their donkeys, When they had left the city and were not yet far away, Joseph said to his steward, Get up, follow after the men, and when you overtake them, say to them, Why have you repaid evil to us for good paid to you? Is this not my Lord's drinking cup and the one which he uses for divination? You have done a great and unforgivable wrong in doing this. So the steward overtook them, and he said these words to them, They said to him, Why does my Lord speak these things? Far be it from your servants to do such a thing. Please remember the money which we found in the mouths of our sacks we have brought back to you from the land of Canaan. Is it likely then that we would steal silver or gold from your master's house? With whomever of your servants your master's cup is found, let him die, and the rest of us will be my Lord's slaves. And the steward said, Now let it be as you say, He with whom the cup is found will be my slave, but the rest of you shall be blameless. So they're only after the one. And and of course, we know this, you know, Joseph is kind of, you know, he's kind of here again. He's getting, getting at his brothers again. Then every man quickly lowered his sack to the ground, and each man opened his sack, confident the cup would not be found among them. The steward searched, beginning with the eldest and ending with the youngest, and the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Then they tore their clothes in grief, and after each man had loaded his donkey again, they returned to the city. So they all came back. When Judah and his brothers came to Joseph's house, he was still there, and they fell to the ground before him. Joseph spoke harshly to them, What is this thing that you have done? Do you not realize that such a man as I can indeed practice divination and foretell everything you do without outside knowledge of it? So Judah said, What can we say to my Lord? What can we reply? Or how can we clear ourselves since God has exposed the sin and guilt of your servants? Behold, we are my Lord's slaves, the rest of us as well as he with whom the cup is found. But Joseph said, Far be it from me that I should do that. 
But the man in whose hand the cup has been found, he will be my servant. And as for the rest of you, get up and go in peace to your father. Then Judah approached him and said, O my Lord, please let your servant say a word to you in private, and do not let your anger blaze against your servant, for you are equal to Pharaoh, so I speak as if directly to him. My Lord asked his servant, saying, Have you a father or a brother? We said to my Lord, We have an old father and a young brother, Benjamin, the child of his old age. Now his brother, Joseph, is dead, and he alone is left of the two sons born of his mother, and his father loves him. Then you said to your servants, Bring him down to me, that I may actually see him. But we said to my Lord, The young man cannot leave his father, for if he should leave his father, his father would die. You said to your servants, Unless your youngest brother comes with you, you shall not see my face again. So when we went back to your servant, my father, we told him what my Lord had said. Our father said, Go back to Egypt and buy us a little food. But we said we cannot go down to Egypt. If our youngest brother is with us, then we will go down there, for we were sternly told that we cannot see the man's face unless our youngest brother is with us. Your servant, my father, said to us, You know that my wife, Rachel, bore me only two sons, and one son went out from me, and I said, Surely he is torn to pieces, and I have not seen him since. If you take this one also from me, and harm or accident happens to him, you will bring my gray hair down to Sheol in sorrow. Now therefore, when I come to your servant, my father, and the young man is not with us, since his life is bound up in the young man's life, when he sees the young man is not with us, he will die, and your servants will bring the gray hair of your servant, our father, down to Sheol in great sorrow. For your servant became security for the young man to my father, saying, If I do not bring him back to you, then let me bear the blame before my father forever. Now therefore, please let your servant, Judah, remain here instead of the youth to be a slave to my Lord, and let the young man go home with his brothers. How can I go up to my father if the young man is not with me? For fear that I would see the tragedy that would overtake my elderly father if Benjamin does not return. So here Judah pleads a case, you know, to offer to sacrifice himself in the place of Benjamin to, to pay the price that he told his father he would pay. There are some similarities here, if you, if you hear what I'm saying. There are some similarities here to thinking of us as the younger siblings of Christ. Um, he said he would pay the price for us, and he has done so. And here Judah is offering and he he offered to his father he said i will you know i will stand in his stead i will do this for him i will make sure you know if anything happens i will pay the price i will take that upon me and you know that's that's a similar in a in a different way now i know but you know there is some similarity there that judah is offering and has offered to pay this price so that Benjamin would not, and so that Benjamin could return to his father. Uh, now notice Joseph is really, he's really testing his brothers here. He's really trying them, and I think he's 
I think he really wants to see how mature they are and, and how guilty they feel. And, you know, if they regret what they've done, but I don't know, I think some of this is a, like I said, a testing and we're going to read, we're going to read further and we'll find out more clearly, you know, how this, how this is all going to resolve. I don't want to try to speak from my memory because uh, it can be faulty and I want to make sure that we just, we just take this as we read it and go with it. But here Judah is, like I said, he's offering to stand in the place of his younger brother, much like the Lord stood in our place and took our punishment. So it's just something to think about. Now, in this case, of course, Benjamin had done no wrong. Joseph staged this. Like, again, I, I believe he's testing his brothers. So it's, uh, you know, this whole, you have to read this whole story to get everything out of it. So. I don't want to go too far right now. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.